Good morning, Mid-Missouri. It's time for the wake-up call on KOPN Columbia 89.5 FM. Today we're expecting a high of 73 degrees with scattered thunderstorms, so grab that umbrella on your way out the door. Stay tuned for a full weather report after the news. Ariana Figueroa of the state's newsroom reports that the Department of Justice has directed the FBI to meet with local governments and law enforcement to discuss strategies for dealing with increasing threats to teachers and school board members, spurred by a conservative backlash against discussions of race in public schools. School board meetings have also been under attack for mask mandates to help prevent the spread of COVID-19 in schools. School board meetings across the country have been derailed by a by a furor over critical race theory, which generally is not taught at the K-12 level and instead is an academic theory studied in college. Critical race theory is the study of the intersection of race and U.S. law. Chip Slavin, the National School Boards Association's interim executive director and CEO, says, Over the last few weeks, school board members and other education leaders have received death threats and have been subjected to threats and harassment both online and in person. The individuals who are intent on causing chaos and disrupting our schools, many of whom are not even connected to local schools, are drowning out the voices of parents who must be heard when it comes to decisions about their children's education, health, and safety. These acts of intimidation are also affecting educational services and school board governance. Some have even led to school lockdowns. That was Chip Slavin. So the DOJ will also create training and guidance for local school boards and school officials on how to report certain threats to the appropriate law enforcement ag- agency and how to preserve evidence of threatening conduct to aid in the investigation and prosecution of these crimes. The DOJ has also set up an FBI tip line for reporting threats. So I thought that was an interesting uh, development. And then my only other story this morning is talking about homecoming. It's homecoming this week on the MU campus, and there are plenty of free ways for community members to enjoy the festivities. The students are going to begin decorating downtown storefronts tomorrow. On Friday night at 6.30 p.m., there's going to be a rally at Traditions Plaza on the MU campus. And that's going to feature the Golden Girls and Marching Mizzou, after which the Greek houses along the west side of campus will be performing skits and displaying decorations. The homecoming parade will take place Saturday at 9 a.m. If you want to attend 9th Street between University and Broadway or Broadway between 9th and 5th Streets would be good places to stand and watch. I want to mention that KOPN is proud to be a sponsor of Inclusion Plus's upcoming All Hallows' Eve on October 30th. The full day of festivities begins with all-ages activities from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m., including bingo and brunch and a costume party, followed by an evening of entertainment for guests 18 and older. Tickets in the full schedule are available at inclusionplus.com. And then here on Wednesdays on the Wake Up Call, we check in with John Dupuy, the host of Tech Radio. Good morning, John. Good morning. There you are. You made us nervous. Yeah. I was like, we were looking at an RN. I'm like, okay, what's not pushed? What's not lit? How are you? What's new in tech this week? You know, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, Facebook, however, is not doing so well. <laughs> That's and, true. <laughs> and well, and there's, and there's two parallel stories for Facebook. One of them being the, the legal trouble with there in in Washington with the whistleblower. But that's not today's story. Today's story is about the six hour outage they had on Monday. And um, there's lots of outlets reporting that they were down for six hours, uh, but very few are actually describing what happened. Um, and so I want to do a, like a real quick version of what happened. Uh, when a Internet provider, and Facebook is their own Internet provider, 
essentially for their own websites. Mm-hmm. Um, when an internet provider has IPs on the internet, it has to broadcast to its neighbors how to reach those IPs. And that's how you build a registry of essentially the directory of how to reach everything out on the internet using a protocol called BGP. Well, Facebook miscalculated how to send their registries out onto the internet and essentially drop themselves off the internet by misconfigurating their uh, BGP. So so self-sabotage. Self-sabotage to a degree. Now, normally you just turn around and fix it and bam, you're back up. But they have what's known in the in the internet world and in many other engineering circles known as a circular dependency. Hmm. Their registry and registrar for their DNS, which also handles a lot of their certification allowed for security in their system, they do that themselves, and that's also on their network. So when their network dropped off the net, their registry dropped off the net, or registrar dropped off the net. And when that happened, their security systems that allow people like into, say, server rooms, mm-hmm. used that certification system to allow people into the server rooms and the like. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't have exact details. Cause so you're saying they got locked out of their own stuff? They got locked out of their own stuff, both virtually and physically. And physically. <laughs> so, so even their physical door locks and things weren't working. Right, because the security keys in those systems are based on the network connections. So and people the have maybe. Was down. So do people have like one of those credit card kind of things or something, probably, and they just stopped working? Right, and the servers that did go and authenticate your credentials on your key card, bam, stop working. Can you imagine uh, what, what that what that atmosphere must have been like at Facebook when people realized that everything was broken and they couldn't the get panic. through any of their doors? Yeah, panic at the For, for certain sure. individuals there, the panic levels were extremely high. It literally took them six hours to ramp that system back up because if A depends on B, depends on C, and mm-hmm. all three go down, mm-hmm. no one of those can bring the next one up. You have to bring them up all at the same time. Oh, my goodness. That's that's a mess. I feel bad in that sense for the, the people who had to get that back up because that's... that's well, John, yeah, that's a serious flaw. Full disclosure: you being the person who built Socket and then turned it into a phone company, so are, are familiar with having systems and making the systems work. Is that surprising to you that they had that set up where all those dependencies crash at the same time? It's, it's surprising that a company that big that's didn't what I have was, their yes. analysts figure that out earlier. Of course, it's hard to see a circular dependency when you're running. I mean, don't get me wrong, I've encountered circular dependencies on my own system before, but much less impact. <laughs> right. The whole world did it down for six hours, yeah. Yeah, uh, but it is uh, it is hard to detect when your system's running, because if any one of those systems go down, you go, oh, you just go to system A, if B is down. Yeah. But if all A, B, and C go down, how do you bootstrap the system? And that's that's yeah. a tough thing to catch until it happens. Yeah. I'm sure there'll be, there'll be changes. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see changes over there now. Yeah. I um, wonder if anybody will lose their job over it. I've not heard anything yet. I doubt it because it's really, it shouldn't be the case. Uh, hopefully they're not that toxic of a company. Well, they, and because, I would think yes. responsibility for something that crucial would have been spread among multiple people. And so it's not just one person. It's maybe a whole department. It's a, it's a systemic flaw. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. The guy who, you know, clicked okay on the uh, config change on the PGP router will get his hand slapped. But Okay. He shouldn't lose his job. I mean, yeah. the whole idea of any tech company is to fail fast and learn and recover. Yeah. Um, the problem here is that it didn't happen fast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my. Um, so there'll, there'll be changes, I'm sure, on the inside after this. 
Yeah. And uh, have you, I haven't seen any articles yet. Have you like guessing like how many millions of dollars in revenue or something were lost by XYZ during in that six hours? Uh, have you seen anything um, like that yet? Zuckerberg, Zuckerberg lost $2 billion over the course of two days. $2 billion. Is that because the advertisers pulled out or because they had to refund money for yeah. things they couldn't run, I guess? Well, we're talking about the stock market. Oh, the stock oh, market. Oh, how much actual cash they lost? Yeah, I'm I don't curious. Have no idea. But the value I, of the company really dropped, don't. huh? That much. Yeah. Of course, $2 billion enough for a multi-billionaire yeah. is not the end of the world, but still. Yeah. He's not, I'm sure he's not happy with it. But it would have affected all the stockholders, right? Well, it's... It, the stock market is based on human impressions of how things are going. Yeah. And so it's not really a, a tech yeah. thing. I'm not going to try to predict humans ever on my tech show. Well, that's really, uh, really interesting, John. I appreciate your almost layman's terms at explaining. <laughs> that's just a really difficult concept, but understanding why we yeah. were locked out of Facebook. Yeah, I was trying to add our new ops manager on as an admin on our page so that he could load the wake-up call, which we're doing right now, um, in each morning on Facebook. We're going to start reposting it when he gets here, here in a few minutes, to Facebook each morning. And yeah, I couldn't get in to even add him as admin, and I couldn't figure out why. And I was sure, because, right, I was sure it was my problem. I was sure it was something I was doing wrong because how could it possibly be Facebook? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway. All right. Well, John. The Facebook is. Go ahead. Yeah, right. I say, I I say pre- Facebook is also hosting other systems and they're kind of growing in that space. So. Yeah. So they're going to have to be more careful. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks so much for that. If you enjoy that kind of talk and that kind of news, you can follow John on the web at tech.radio. Now for your full weather, today we're going to see scattered thunderstorms. The highest likelihood of storms will be between 9 a.m. and 5 p.m. with a peak in that chance at 1 p.m. At that point, we're going to be looking at a 64% chance of rain. Um, We're looking at a high of 73 for the day. It's going to cool down overnight to 62 degrees. It's going to be a little warmer Thursday with a high of 75 under partly cloudy skies. The weekend should be clear until Sunday night with a chance of rain creeping back in. For the Wake Up Call News team, I'm Sarah Catlin with Engineer Samir. For me, it's like a cup of coffee for me.